morning, we want to take just a few moments of time. We're going to be in Jeremiah chapter 17. We're going to take a journey in the house of the Lord this morning, a spiritual journey. It's going to be a, a unique experience for some. As we want to go down and descend into the lower parts of the earth this morning, in the spirit realm, to touch those who are just as the song said this morning is waiting. It feels like that they've been just waiting in this place for a particular experience, whether it be uh, health, whether it be financial, emotional, spiritual. But feel like that you're coming down to take your last breath. You feel the oxygen is getting less and less and less every breath that you take. The Lord wants to meet you in that place this morning. Ten years ago, in May, there was, a, there was a man that was working a tugboat off the shores of Nigeria. He was a cook on the vessel. Somehow, the vessel had sustained damage. I don't know all the reasons as to why that the vessel sank, but it found itself in only a moment of just a matter of minutes, a hundred feet below the surface on the bottom of the ocean. This man found himself trapped in an air pocket in a restroom, freezing cold temperatures, pitch black, you can't see. This air pocket sustained him for 60 hours Freezing cold temperatures. He's up on a platform that was floating there to get himself partway out of the water. Dark. Can't see anything. And he's praying the whole time. He's praying to the Lord. Is there anything that he knew to do? As anyone in that situation, circumstance, I believe even those that don't believe in the Lord will be praying to God in some form or fashion when you know that your life is just about to end. Sixty hours into this catastrophic event, he sees a light start coming through the darkness. These scuba divers had assembled a team to go and recover the dead bodies from the wreckage. And as they were had had all their equipment and they was scanning uh, the vessel and they were removing twelve that had drowned, this diver comes through this place and he feels a brush on the side of his arm. And he looks up and there's a man that's alive after 60 hours. And the footage, you can, you can watch this on, on YouTube. It was all over the media at this time. Most people's forgot. But as he brushes the arm, this diver's almost in panic. There's one alive. And the man said that he... He'd done it gently enough to where he wouldn't scare him half to death, and then he waved at him. They rescued this man, and upon his rescue, there was a report. One of the uh, professionals at the time, he said to the news media, he said, you know what's interesting is there's a misconception that we, we think that when you're caught in a confined space, when there's only a certain amount of air, that you die from a lack of oxygen. But he says, this is not true. He said, you actually will die in that place of confinement 
because of your own exhaled breath. Your natural breath will produce a carbon dioxide, which is not as poisonous as carbon monoxide, but it robs the body the ability to be able to receive oxygen. And in that moment, just moments before death, your mind will become clouded. You can have visions. You can have hallucinations, I should say. Your body can react in unnatural ways as it's starving of the oxygen that it needs to survive. This man found himself in this particular place ten years ago. God rescued him a hundred feet below the bottom of the ocean. I tell you that this morning because wherever you are right now on this spiritual journey called life, whatever rescue that you need, as, as dim as it may seem for a rescue to even be possible, God is a God of the impossible. And my God has the ability to meet you right now wherever you are. It doesn't matter where you are physically. It doesn't matter if you're locked up in a penitentiary somewhere behind hundreds of feet of block wall. Or if you're sitting right here in this sanctuary this morning. Or if you're in an automobile or if you're in your home. Wherever you are right now, God has the ability to bring the rescue. And I want to share this message with you this morning to the body of Christ. As we are called as a body of Christ to be a rescue diver in these last days. I want to call forth a body, the body of Christ to revelation, to empowerment. As we have the oxygen tank on our back, the presence of God to be able to go into those confined spaces of life where people are gasping, that feel that they cannot breathe, that there is no hope, that we bring the eternal hope of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ to those people that's in confinement, that they can take a breath this morning, a freshness to come and renew the body, to renew the mind, to transform us into an image of light. That as we walk this earth, we're like that flashlight on that diver, that they can see us coming from feet away. And when they see us, that they desire to brush up alongside of us because there's something in us that says this is the rescue that I have been looking for my entire life. Jesus. And as the afflicted in those confined spaces see the hope of the Lord Jesus Christ raised up in the church, raised up inside of us as a believer, that it would empower us, He would empower us to do great things and exploits in these last days. As there are many that's not only just sitting under the sound of my voice, but that will hear this message in the years to come that are in that place of gasping right now. There is hope. And we want to share that hope this morning in the house of the Lord. In Jeremiah 17, in verse 7 and 8, 
The Lord says, Blessed is the man who trusts in the Lord, whose hope is the Lord. We not only trust in the Lord, but our hope for the things to come is the Lord. Which means we're not hoping for material things. We're not hoping for, for, for temporal objects. That our hope is the object of Jesus Christ. He says, blessed is this man who has this eternal trust in God, who has this eternal hope placed in the correct object, which is Jesus Christ. He says, for this man will be like a tree planted by the waters. He says, which spreads out its root by the river. It will not fear when heat comes, but its leaf will be green. And it will not be anxious in the year of drought, nor will it cease from yielding fruit. Thank you, Jesus. Holy Spirit, I just ask this morning that you would come upon us in this sanctuary, that you would brush up alongside of us, Father Lord, as the great comforter, Father Lord. That you would give us revelation of your word this morning in this place, Lord, that you would touch every afflicted heart, mind, soul, Spirit and body, Lord, that you would bring healing, Lord, deliverance, Father, Lord. That you would raise us up, Lord, as the rescue divers of the world in these last days, Father, Lord. That we would take up our equipment, Lord, that you have already given us, Father. Lord, that we would descend upon those places of the earth where no one wants to go, Lord. Lord, that we would be that beacon of light, Father. Lord, in our communities, Father. Lord, that when they see us, when they, when they see our family, Lord, when, when they see us coming from however many feet away, Lord, that there would be a drawing to us, and not to our physical body, but a drawing to Christ which is in us, Lord. And I thank You, Lord, for Your freedom, Lord God. I thank You, Lord, that You give us the ability, Father, Lord, to be able to do the work of ministry, Lord, that You have first ministered to us. You have brought the rescue to us that we may bring it to others, Lord. So we pray for a fresh anointing on this house this morning, Lord. We pray that You would breathe upon this church, that You would breathe upon our bodies, upon our spirit, Lord. That You would take us, Lord, the places that only You can take us, Lord, that You would open the doors that only You can open, Lord God, that You would close the doors that need to be closed, Lord God. Jesus, Lord, that You would empower us for Your service this morning. In Jesus' holy, precious name, Amen. What does the Lord say? What does He refer to the body of Christ as a tree? I think this is interesting, something that's unique about a plant that we don't have the ability in our human source to be able to produce oxygen. You know, a plant is the only object, is the only living source in the world that can not only breathe oxygen, but as it breathes it, it reproduces it for life. See, we can suck all the air in. We can suck all the oxygen in in the world, but we cannot produce one atom of oxygen to sustain life. So he says... Those who have put their hope and their trust in Jesus Christ have a unique ability in the earth today to not only just breathe the air and to breathe oxygen, but to be the oxygen 
to those whose source is running dry, which is their own self. Hey, when we're caught in those confined spaces of life, when our back is against the wall, when we feel that there is no way out and there is no way of escape, and we can feel our mental faculties start to be changed, we start to have hallucinations. We start to become disturbed. Our body, our physical body, will start to react in unnatural ways, trying to figure the way out in our own strength. He says, but when Philippians 4.13 comes to full fruition in the body, that I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. It's Christ that is the answer to the world today. It's Christ that is the answer to your dilemma. It's Christ that is the answer to your particular confined space as molded and fashioned to you personally as what it may be. The Lord has allowed it. The Lord has... Nothing comes upon this earth unless it is allowed to come through the hands of God and upon the church to empower us to greater levels of service and to empower us of greater revelation of who He is. Because His desire is for us to be drained of our own source and for our substance, our ability, our provision to be placed upon Him. He says, blessed is this man. This man will have an ability in the earth today to wherever he steps. His life will grow and it will be like a root that grows not only deep, but it grows wide. And he says the leaf that comes off from this plant, that fruit that comes off from you, of your personality, of just your life, your substance, because it's engraved in Jesus Christ, that he will not fear when the heat comes, when the dial is turned up all around us, whether it's family issues, emotional, spiritual, physical, whether it's negative reports, whether it's addiction, whatever that it may be, things that we face that come against us, that try to press us in. He says that we get our source not from our own strength to trying to figure things out on our own, but we have placed our hope in Jesus. And Jesus breaks the chains of fear. Jesus breaks those chains and those strongholds of depression in our life. And He gives us the ability which only God can produce to produce a life in dead places. He says, this man, when the heat comes, your leaf will not wither. Your leaf will remain green. Your leaf, your life will continue to produce life to those around you. And when the drought comes, you will not be afraid or in a place of confusion in the drought. How many know that we're in a place of confusion and we're in a place of drought spiritually all around the world? That the church is drying up and withering like a leaf that's consumed in upon itself. And when the wind and the heat of the world comes against that leaf, it's not been able to sustain but it's blown completely off the branch and as it falls to the ground it's trampled underneath of the feet of men he says church this is not to be my church is to be a living tree that not only has a strong branch it has a strong leaf that you have the answer in the time of drought in the time of chaos when governments are shaken down when spiritual religious organizations are shaken down when life is 
is shaken down all around you, that you have the life source within you of Jesus Christ to stand out and to bring the air mask, the oxygen of the cross, to be able to put it on those who are suffering, who are in a place that's caught in this trap of life where there seems to be no hope and there's nothing but despair all around them. Whether it's news that's bringing the despair and confusion, whether it's family reports, whatever that it may be, but we have the answer. We have the solution of Jesus Christ. And He says, you will not stop producing fruit. Thank you, Jesus. We want to pray against the stopping. We want to pray against that spiritual defeat and that anguish that has come upon the body. Why has it come so strong upon the church? Because the church's hope has been misplaced into flesh and it needs to come back to the hope of the cross and that it may be raised up and magnified in these last days. That young men would dream dreams that we would see in full fruition. Joel 2.28, he says, this is the prophetic Messiah uh, uh, vision of the Lord in Joel 2.28. He says that He will pour out His Spirit upon all flesh. Jesus, your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall see dreams. Your young men shall see visions. Thank you, Jesus. And then we read in the book of Acts where we've seen the first of the outpouring. And we are living in that outpouring today. Calvin said, that this word pour, it wasn't a sprinkling of droplets. He said, instead of a droplet, it is an overwhelming expression that is unmeasurable of the joy in the presence of the Lord that's poured out upon His children. <coughs> Thank you, Jesus. He says, I will pour it out on all flesh. Young, middle-aged, old. For what purpose? For the magnification of Christ. To be the encouragement to the world that has a leaf that's green and not withered. He says that your old men will dream dreams. We need the dreamers to arise today upon all four corners of the globe at the young men to see visions. We need the visionaries to be raised up in these last days with the anointing Jesus Lord out of Isaiah 10.27 that breaks the yoke because He says it will come in this last day that this burden shall be taken away from your shoulder and His yoke from your neck and the yoke will be the destroyed because of the anointing. And we pray that the anointing descends upon the church in these last days. Jesus, that we can be raised up as the expression of God. Thank You, Lord. What does that look like, church? That looks like joy. Thank You, Jesus. That looks like worship. Thank You, Jesus. That looks like a life that has been touched by the power of God. That's come in the close proximity to God. That knows who their God is. To say He is the yoke breaker. It doesn't matter what you're going through. He breaks the yoke. And we stand in amazement of the miraculous work of the Spirit in our own life. As yokes being placed upon us 
as we walk through this Christian experience, there's going to be yoke after yoke after yoke because we're placed in a fallen world where the taskmaster of the world, which is the enemy, which is Satan himself, Jesus, the serpent, he wants to place that yoke upon us. And he wants nothing more than confuse the child of God to think the yoke is supposed to be or is intended to be there or has been placed by the hand of God. I'm here to tell you this morning, church, that if there is a yoke upon your neck and you feel being drugged through this life by whatever that it may be that's come upon you that's draining your spirit, there is hope in the presence of God this morning. There is hope for depression. There is hope for anxiety. There's hope for addiction. Jesus, Lord, of all types of addiction. There's hope for despair, for the hopelessness. Jesus, Lord, and His name is Jesus Christ. And I thank Him for the marvelous work that He is working and producing in me. I see Zechariah 4.6. He says, This leaf, this church in these last days, this man, woman, child of God that produces this, this green leaf that produces oxygen even when they feel they are being robbed of oxygen because their source and answers don't come from within their self. It comes from God. It comes from Jesus Christ. It comes from the Holy Spirit as we seek His truth. He says, and He told Zechariah, He said, so He answered to me and said, He said, this is the word of the Lord to Zerubbabel, not by might, nor by power, but by my Spirit, says the Lord of hosts, will this tabernacle be raised in these last days. Jesus, it's not by our intellect. It's not by our physical ability to produce good. It is by God's Spirit and God's Spirit alone. Jesus, we need men and women in these last days to raise up in the house of the Lord that's full of the Spirit of God that teaches our young people, that teaches our middle-aged people, that tells them that what you have seen in the past is not it. There's yet more to come. And it does not matter how old that you are in the house of the Lord this morning. Your greatest work for ministry is not behind you because we serve a God who is moving forward. He don't move back and He don't stay in the same place. Your greatest acts are yet to be accomplished. But it will only be accomplished in His church when there's an outpouring of the Spirit of God through repentance and through faith placed in Jesus Christ. That there's an exuberating Spirit that's released. A Spirit of praise. A Spirit of joy. And it don't matter what you're going through in the moment because your faith has been placed in the object of Jesus Christ and nothing temporal and you can praise your God in the storm because you know this Goliath will fall. Jesus, how does he fall? In the presence of God. Thank you, Jesus. We come into this house for worship. We come into this house for praise. We come into this house 
to be an expression, to give our best for God. We don't come into the house of the Lord just for just to be encouraged. We come to be in encouragement. And praise God that there's those that's not in that place, that's placed in our midst, that needs the encouragement. But how will they ever be encouraged? How will the Spirit of God ever deliver them? If the Spirit of God is not moving in our body, it's not going to be your revelation that changes people in these last days. It's not going to be your teaching. It's not going to be your knowledge. It's going to be the presence of Almighty God as they look upon us and they say, Jesus, what is this light? What is this that's coming from this person that's so foreign to the reality of the world? It's the reality of Jesus Christ. Jesus, thank you, Lord. He has saved my life. He has set me free. Thank you, Jesus. Woo! We need the freedom of the Lord to go forth to all four corners of the globe, church. Amen. We need our children saturated in the presence of Almighty God. That they see grandma and grandpa worshiping God. And they say, son, daughter, it's not what it looks like. We know the report. But I'm going to show you who my God is. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Woo! Thank you, Jesus. We're called to be the rescue diver church. And my only desire behind this pulpit this morning at Pool Missionary Baptist is to come into your confined space that the Holy Spirit invade your privacy this morning and He come in to that place of closeness, that place of, of destruction, that place where there's no way out and He brings the escape route to your life for your family, for your personal mind, body, and soul for you to be healed this morning in the presence of Almighty God. Thank you, Jesus. And I'm going to pray that this morning... If that is you, if you have been capsized and you find yourself spiritually a hundred feet below the surface this morning, and that joy has been drained from your spirit because of the yokes that have been placed upon you, we pray for those yokes to be broken in the house of God today. That freedom would reign in this place. That the joy of the Lord would descend upon the elders in these last days. Jesus! To be the voice. To be raised up as vessels of praise and glory for Him. Jesus, I don't have all the answers, church. And I can't counsel your way out of your confined space, but I know the one that has the answer. And if you will take upon yourself the Lord Jesus Christ and you will submit your life to Him this morning, He will be that life for you that you cannot be on your own and that nobody in this world is ever going to bring to you or complete you. The only completion for humanity is not a husband, wife, son, daughter, nieces, nephews, grandbabies. The only completion to your life is Jesus Christ. 
anything outside of Him is going to fail. It's going to let you down. So many people are so disappointed. They're disheartened today because of the letdown. Things have let them down. People's let them down. The religion has let them down. The organizations have let them down. I serve a God that will never let you down. Because He says that you can do all things. Church, that's all things. Encompassing everything in life. You can come into it. You can go through it. And you can come out of the other side by the power of Jesus Christ who strengthens you. Thank you, Jesus. Blessed is the man or woman who trusts in the Lord and whose hope is the Lord. We pray that this morning in this service, Holy Spirit of God, may You move upon this body of worshipers, Lord God. Bring us together in one accord, Lord, that we place any hope, that we place anything that has not been placed upon You and it has been replaced upon the strength of man, that it would be redirected to the one source that has the life, that has the hope, that has the answer, that has the peace, which is Jesus Christ this morning. Father, may You descend upon this place this morning in such a powerful way that You would wash away, Lord, all of those fears, Lord God, the anxieties, Lord God, the uncertainty, Lord, that You would be the certainty, Father, Lord, to these people in these last days. Lord, that our foundation will be built upon You, that we are a house that will not fall, but will stand. And when the heat gets turned up even hotter, and we know it's going to in these last days, that our leaf will not wither, but that it will remain green, and that it will produce oxygen, to all of those around who have no oxygen, that has no ability to be able to breathe, Lord God. Jesus, that Your presence would be magnified in and through our lives, in and through our ministries, in and through our temples of worship, Lord God, that Your Spirit be poured out upon us, Lord God. Thank You, Jesus. Thank You, Lord, that You are the answer. Thank You that You don't leave us trying to figure ways out, trying to go into in-depth studies to figure out some special way that only a few will ever find in God's Word to unlock the door, but that you are the one that opens the door. Jesus, and your revelation is so easy to understand, Lord God, because it's so simple. It has to be simple because we're simple men. Lord, I pray for the simplicity of the Gospel to come back to the church, Jesus. Thank You, Lord. May the simplicity of the cross be what refreshes us day by day. That is, our hope is placed in the cross of Jesus Christ. That You're the object of our faith, Lord God. That Your blessing be poured out upon us, Lord. Equip us this morning, Lord, with the diving equipment that we need the respirator mask, Lord, the tank of the presence of Jesus Christ in our life be strapped upon our back, Lord God, which is the cross. And as we carry the cross, that oxygen mask, everywhere we go, may when we see the wreckage, may we not fear or run from the wreckage, but may we dive to it, Lord. Jesus, 
searching just for a hope that there's one, that there's one that desires to take a breath. Jesus, Lord God. And that you would bring your touch, Lord God, to the families which we encounter, Lord, to those that's in broken, confined spaces all around the world. Jesus, Lord, may they be encouraged by You today. May this body be encouraged today by Your Word and by Your message, Lord, that You, no matter where they are, no matter how hot it is, no matter how long of a drought that they may seem to be in, because their faith and their root is connected to Jesus Christ, that they will not fail in this moment. Give them the encouragement that only you can, Lord God, and perform and produce, Lord, the fruit that you desire in each and every one of our lives from this word today, Lord. And we thank you for everything that you're about to do. In Jesus' holy, precious name, amen.